and not by sight and not by feeling. You must learn to call things that be not as though they are, as though they are, as though they are. And where many of us are missing it is we're not calling things that be not as though they are. When the doctor tell you you're gonna die, hold it doctor. I shall live and not die. But you look like you're gonna die. But I call things that be not as though they are. I call things that be not as though they are. Now why am I saying it over and over again? Faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing. And we're living in a time where we're hearing everything but the word. So we are full of things that are not of the word. And when we're full of things that are not of the word, then the word doesn't do what it's supposed to do. You have to learn to encourage yourself in the Lord. Stop waiting for somebody to tell you how good you look. You get up in the morning, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. I'm the head and not the tail. And God loves me with an everlasting love. Amen. Say, I'm alive. I'm alive. That's evidence that God loves me. I am important. I don't need no, nobody to tell me I'm important. I know I'm alive. Amen. Somebody didn't get up this morning, but I got up and I'm clothed in my right mind. Say, neighbor, you ain't crazy. Don't call yourself crazy either. Call those things that be not as though they are. Now, here's the here's challenge being a, a, a faith believer. When you get around unsaved people and you start calling things that be not as though they are, they say something wrong with you. They, you, you, you no, 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 no. Say I'm blessed and highly favored. Whether I look blessed or not. Because according to my faith, to my faith, be it unto me. I'm the head and not the tail. I don't go around wiggling. Y'all ain't helping me now. I'm the head and not the tail. Now remember that what we've been rehearsing right now. My message today is entitled Forces That Shorten Your Season of Struggle. Forces that shorten your season of struggle. To everything there is a time and a season. Seasons don't last always, but there's a de devil that wants you to think that you're going through that forever and ever and ever. And the reason you keep going through it is because you keep calling those things as though they are. Say, I ain't broke. I'm rich and wealthy. I'm not sick, I'm well. I'm well all the days of my life. Hallelujah. Now, my opening scripture is Ephesians 6 and 12. Ephesians 6 and 12. Hallelujah, Lord. It says, for we, now, 
eye contact, eye contact, eye contact. There's a reason you come to church and connect with other people. Stop trying to go through your struggle by yourself. When one family won't, another family will. In your church, it's a family. Hey, you may have a earthly family, but some of them are interesting. Hey, and you need to be with folk that are of like faith, that can believe with you when you're going through tests and trials. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Folks, today, with the help of the Holy Spirit, I come to encourage you to keep soaring in your purpose as you serve with God's love. In order to do that consistently, we each must daily stay strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Say, Lord, help me stay strong in you and in the power, in the power of your might. And for that reason, again, the message is entitled, Forces That Shorten Your Season of Struggle. Now, by struggle, I mean combat. <laughs> by struggle, I mean the process of difficulty. Any of y'all in some difficult situations? Hey, hey. Eagle Summit, in this year, 2019, as we reach for those things that are before us, we each, from time to time, encounter situations and circumstances that require the super on our natural in order to override the difficulties of life and living in faith so we don't fear and we don't doubt and we don't walk in unbelief. That is also why I shared a message a while back, your most effective weapons in battle. Some of y'all may remember that message that we're here, but it was entitled, The Forces, Your Most Effective Weapons in Battle. In a battle, you need to have some weapons. I said in, 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 in war, you need to have some, some weapons. Now, let me review some of them so you keep coming by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So faith comes by what? Hearing and hearing by the word of God. Now, what's a weapon that's effective? Now, now I'm, I'm gonna get back here so I don't want nobody to throw nothing at me. You must know and speak the word of God. You must know and speak the word of God. Say neighbor. Uh, you must know and speak the word of God when you're in a struggle. Don't speak the struggle. Speak the word of God. It's a weapon of your warfare. I shall live and not die. I'm the head and not the tail. I have joy. I have peace. I'm in my right mind. It's a weapon. Say, neighbor, stop calling yourself tired. 
Stop calling yourself tired. You're creating it by what you're speaking. Next, let's go to Hebrews 4 and 12. Says it this way. For the word of God is quick, powerful, and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to dividing asunder the soul and spirit, and of the joints and marrows, and is a discerner of thoughts and intents of the heart. Hmm. Say, I must know and speak the word of God because it's a weapon that helps me win. Now let me give you the next one. Your conversation should reflect the mentality of a conqueror. Say my conversation reflects the mentality of a conqueror. Now I gotta go here. Some of us come from humiliating situations. And so the enemy will use humiliation to make you think that God ain't there. But God knows how to make the crooked straight and the rough places plain. Some of you go to jobs and the people make you feel that you ain't wanted. But the reason they do that is because you're the light in the midst of darkness. And when you show up, you cause a reaction. And you don't know how significant that is. That's why they stay mad with you, because you got it going on. Wow. <laughs> and they don't want you to know that you got it going on. Come on, it's real. That's a faith understanding. So when you walk on the job, you walk in, hey, hey, hey. Hey, 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 hey. That sets the whole standard. Let them be mad. And you keep your joy, you keep your peace. Because you move as a conqueror. We walk by faith and not by fear. All right? Proverbs 18, 21, we'll back it up. Proverbs 18 and 21. What do you mean, Pastor? Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. You've been eating what you've been speaking. Whoa. You've been eating what you've been speaking. You are a procreator. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it, the it that you keep speaking, you eat the fruit of it. You will daily eat the fruit of whatever you keep speaking out of your mouth, your mouth, your mouth. When you go to work, keep speaking life to your life. Don't let, don't, don't, do, do the ping pong. Bam, 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 with the negative, pong, and speak what, Speak what you desire. Now, I, I just heard in the Spirit, somebody said, I tried that. It ain't about trying, it's about doing it. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. All right? 
Now, let me give you the next one. What's the next weapon? You must take your authority over Satan in the name of Jesus. You say, I must take my authority over Satan in the name of Jesus. Proverbs 18 and 10 is my backup. Mm, hallelujah. It says, the name of the Lord, talking about Jesus, is a strong tower. And the righteous, meaning those in right standing, run into it and are safe. That is why in 2019, the devil and his hosts keep persuading people to mock the name of Jesus. So it makes it seem that his name has no real power at all. But that's another satanic lie to block the flow of kingdom blessings assigned to us who are the sons and daughters of Jesus Christ. Many of you know that we were in a situation where we were driving a car and the car was about to do its own thing and my wife just said, Jesus, 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 and it stopped the car. Jesus, there's power in the name of Jesus. There's, a there's no other name like the name of Jesus. My God, my God, my God. My God, my God, my God. Say, Lord, I thank you for your name. There's power in your name. Say, in the name of Jesus, I'm blessed. In the name of Jesus, I'm healed. In the name of Jesus, I am more than a conqueror. I'm above only and not beneath. In Jesus' name, I shall live a long life. I break generational, hereditary curses and sicknesses off of my life, off of my family. In Jesus' name. Y'all ain't shouting. Thank you, Jesus. All right. Weapons. Talk about the weapons. All right, here's the next one. You must clothe yourself in spiritual armor each morning in prayer. Each morning in prayer. When you open your eyes, Lord, I thank you. Lord, I praise you. Lord, I thank you that all things are working together for my good. I'm blessed and highly favored. I thank you, Lord, for another day. Psalms 57 and 7 says it this way. My heart is fixed, O God. My heart is fixed. I will sing and give praise. Awake up, my glory. Awake up, psaltery and heart. I myself will awake early. Now, I heard this by the Spirit. Some of y'all have had some sleepless nights. When you wake up and you can't sleep, start praying. I didn't say start cussing. I said start praying. I didn't say start fussing. I said start praying. Start talking to God. Praise God and bless God and thank God. Because as you think in your heart, so are you. And then breathe easy and go right back on to sleep. Say, Lord, I have understanding. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And, and, and I know some of y'all go to work real early in the morning, but before you go to work, pray. On your way to work, pray. And say, God, I need you to, hey, come on. Uh, help me to have a victory today. Make a way out of no way today. Say, I myself, come on. Say, I myself, awake early. Hallelujah. Now, let me give you another example of the weapon that you have. You must respect the power of prayer and fasting. And fasting. And fasting. Isaiah 58, verses 6 through 8. Prayer and fasting is a weapon. It says, Isaiah 58, beginning at verse 6. Is not this the fast that I have chosen to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo the heavy burdens, and to let the oppressed go free, and that ye break every yoke? Is it not to deal thy bread to the hungry, and that thou bring the poor that are cast out to thy house? When thou seest the naked, that thou covers him, and that thou hide not thyself from thine own flesh, then shall thy light break forth as the morning, and thy health shall spring forth speedily, and thy righteousness shall go before thee. The glory of the Lord shall be thy reward. Say prayer and fasting are a weapon of my warfare. When I pray right and I fast right, I win every time. Hallelujah. Say delay is not denial. God's doing something while you seem like it, and he ain't doing nothing. He's always doing something. Always doing something. All right. Now let me give you one more. Another weapon. You must pursue and extract the wisdom of God from mentors he places in your life. Hmm. Say, neighbor, you got to be teachable along the way. Even a jackass can teach you something. I said, even a jackass, I said, even a jackass can teach you something. Proverbs 1 and 5 says, a wise man will hear and will increase learning. And a man of understanding shall attain unto wise counsel. Now that brings us this week to the message, forces that shorten your season of struggle. Say, God, thank you for the impartation. There are forces, come on, there are forces that are going to shorten my seasons of struggle. Hallelujah. Now, folks, when you're truly connected to God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, yokes become easy and burdens become light, and no weapon formed against you shall prosper. So it's important that you learn to daily apply the faith forces that shorten the seasons of struggle. All right? And, and, and you already know, number one, you're speaking. You're speaking is either going to increase or shorten your season. Proverbs 18, 21 is my backup. 
death and life, or where? In the power of the tongue. And they that love it. See, the enemy's trick is to get you to keep speaking the negatives over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. And, and it becomes, because it becomes like, oh, okay. I know, I know I shouldn't say it like that, but I'm gonna say it like that anyway. But you gotta have, no, you got power in your mouth. You gotta speak. You, you, say neighbor. Say neighbor. There's sometimes you need to, need to shut up. Not say a word. If you can't speak the word, don't say a word. Because death and life are in the power of the tongue. All right? Fact, folks, it does matter what comes out your mouth in times and seasons of struggle. Matthew 12, 37 is a backup. For by thy words thou shalt be justified, and by thy words thou shalt be condemned. Ooh. Matthew 8 and 5. Another example. And when Jesus entered into Capernaum, there came into him a centurion beseeching him and saying, Lord, get this, my servant lieth at home sick of the palsy, grievously tormented. How, how, how tormented? Grievously tormented. And Jesus said unto him, I will come and heal him. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I'm not worthy that thou should come unto my roof, but speak the word only and my servant shall be healed. Speak the what? Word only, and my servant shall be healed. For I am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. And I say to this man, go, and he goeth. To another, come, and he cometh. To my servant, do this, and he do, do, doeth it. When Jesus heard it, he marveled and said to them that followed, verily I say unto you, I have not found so great faith, no, not in Israel. Folks, who will say that about you? That, that, that you have confidence in the words that you speak. You, say, say, neighbor. You ought to have confidence in the faith words that you speak because God watches over his word to perform it. Hallelujah. Folks, in seasons of struggle, your speaking can and will shorten your season of struggle. Say hallelujah. All right? Now, this is another awesome, awesome uh, example. Your singing. No, you may not be Aretha Franklin. <laughs> you may not be DeBarge. But your singing in times of season and struggle make a difference. Singing and making melody in your heart. It's time to sing in a struggle. Sing unto the Lord. I will bless the Lord at all times. And don't worry about how it sounds because as it goes up, it gets filtered. <laughs> so in your mind, it gets filtered. You have a melody. 1 Samuel 16 and 23. And it came to pass when the evil spirit from God was upon Saul that David took a harp and played with his hand so Saul was refreshed and was well. 
and the evil spirit departed from him. Say, say, evil spirits will depart when I sing unto the Lord. Acts 16 and 25, you know the example. And at midnight, Paul and Silas, after being beat and in prison, prayed and sang praises unto God. And the prisoners heard them. Who hears you when you're in a struggle singing? Who hears you in a struggle singing? And, and the problem is, you think people are going to just make fun of you because you're singing. I, you, 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 you see all the hell you're going through. You're singing. You, you. Keep singing. Keep singing. And suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prison were shaken and immediately all the doors were open. When you sing unto the Lord, you open doors. Oh my God, my God, my God. Say doors are open. Oh my God. See? I can help you find a place if you turn on location, sir. I, it was so good, my, my machine said, okay. <laughs> Tell the Lord, thank you. And suddenly, folks, when Paul and Silas in a struggle prayed and sang praises unto God, there was a suddenly that loose everyone's bands. See, you don't know that. You don't know how significant you are until you're in a season of struggle and God brings you out. And when he brings you out, he's going to bring somebody else out. Say, neighbor, you don't know who's watching you when you think they ain't watching you. Uh-huh. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Likewise, when you learn to sing unto the Lord in times and seasons of struggle, supernatural things happen for us too. Now, going down the home stretch, another thing that you got to do is sharing. Sharing. You overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of your testimony. Somebody needs to know what you've been through. Okay. Everybody can't handle what you've been through. But you need to still be able to tell it whether they can handle it or not. Matthew 18, 18. You're sharing. You're sharing. Matthew 18, 18. Verily I say unto you, whatsoever you shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever you shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Again I say unto you, that if two of you, two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done from my, for them of my Father which is in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name. There am I in the midst. The reason you come to church is so you can get some agreement. You didn't come to get cussed out. You didn't come to get fussed out. You came to be encouraged and to get some agreement for what you're dealing with. Look at you and say, neighbor, I'm touching and agreeing with whatever struggle you're going through. I touch and agree. You have total victory. Now, now, in Jesus' name, hallelujah. Folks, in 2019, faith sharing is under attack by the devil and his host because he knows when we function in divine unity, he cannot defeat any of us.
sometimes you can't get your home family to agree with anything. That's why you need your huh, faith family to agree with you. Because if a faith family agrees, it's a miracle, a sign and a wonder. Then when you get around your unbelieving family, you got to forgive them. You ain't helping me now. You got to forgive them for they know not what they do. Hallelujah. They may not invite you to the family get up. They may not invite you to family reunion. Forgive them for they know not what they do. But keep sorry because your sorry blesses them. Hey, hey. Say, neighbor, you getting this? Hallelujah. Acts 2.41. Then they gladly received the word, were baptized. And the same day they were added unto them 3,000 souls. When they came agreement, 3,000 souls got saved. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and fellowship and in breaking of bread and in prayers. And fear came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were done by the apostles. Folks, when we share our faith, believing, signs, wonders, and miracles will shorten any demonic struggle. Amen. Hallelujah. There's a reason we tell you, go hug somebody. You don't know what that hug did for somebody today. Say, neighbor, your hug made something happen for me today. Oh, hallelujah. Say, put a smile on your face. <laughs> there you go. All right. Malachi 3.10. Malachi 3.10. Your seed sowing is another way to destroy the season of difficulty. Malachi 3.10. Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse that there may be meat in my house. Take care of God's house. He'll take care of yours. And prove me now herewith, saith the Lord of hosts if I will not open the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that you have not room enough to receive. And I will rebuke the devourer for your sake, and he shall not destroy the fruits of your ground, neither shall your vine cast her fruit before the time in the field, saith the Lord. Say, God, I thank you for the understanding that my seed sowing is bringing me a blessing. Hallelujah. But in Matthew 19, there's a youngster that's rich, and he refuses to uh, accept the process. Matthew 19 and 21. Jesus said unto him, this young person, if thou be perfect, go and sell that thou hast and give to the poor, and thou shalt have treasure in heaven and come and follow me. But when the young man heard that saying, he went away sorrowful. Why? For he had great possessions. Folks, sowing faith seeds is a master key to shortening your season of struggle, that the devil and his hosts keep blocking. So it makes it look like all God is after your resources, so you uh, have lack and not the blessing of overflow. People say, why, why I gotta pay my tithe? And why I gotta give my offer? So you get blessed. It ain't coming to the pastor, it's coming so you're filling God's house, and God's house will be a blessing on your house. Say, neighbor. There's a blessing for every tithe, every seed you sow. It's on the way. Hallelujah. So instead of trusting and believing in the seasons of struggle, the spirit of fear and doubt and unbelief keep, keeping, keep magnifying so it blocks the blessing of the Lord that are designed to make us rich, 
and add no sorrow. Hallelujah. Eagle Summit, question. Where are you today in the use of these faith tools? Mm. Hallelujah. What, what is your faith speaking level? Hmm. What is your faith singing level? What is your faith sharing level? What is your level of faith seed sowing? Regardless, we each need each other in order to overcome demonic struggles being released. Regardless, we each need to encourage one another. Look at it, say neighbor. I'm encouraging you. Don't you quit? Come on. Don't you cave in? Don't you run away from God? Because you have missed the mark along the way. And remember to remember that where sin abounds, grace much more abounds. Say neighbor, in the name of Jesus, I lose grace of God upon you now. Be encouraged. Your labor in the Lord is not in vain. Holy Spirit, help us to take authority over demonic struggles, trying to block the blessings of the Lord that belong to each of us. Let's not get weary in well-doing so we reap because we faint not. In Jesus' name. Say faith, say, say neighbor. Take this faith wisdom today and keep soaring in your purpose and serving with love that causes others to want to be connected to Jesus too. So in the name of Jesus, come on. We together loose faith forces that shorten, that shorten every season of struggle. In Jesus' name, shout hallelujah. Come on, put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. For those of you that have been viewing today, we want you to know that we're praying that you will take and grab a hold of these faith understanding so that the struggle will cease in Jesus' name. We command the, the struggles that you're walking through right now to cease in Jesus' name. Say together, we're more than conquerors. And we call you blessed and highly favored in Jesus' name. Shout hallelujah. Come on, put your hands together for the Lord. Woo. Amen. Folks, if you remember nothing, remember to call those things that be not as though they are. Keep speaking the word of God. Don't fear, don't doubt. Just say, Lord, I just thank you. And if you can, you know, sing every once in a while. Not every day. Pray every day. Amen. Say, in everything, I'm giving thanks unto the Lord. Say, I'm at the right place at the right time. In Jesus' name. Amen.